What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look at Jebediah's beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I was contemplating shaving it today just because I have to spend so much time wearing a mask at work that, mm. yeah. um, you know, you get, for, for those of you with hair, you get hat head. Well, I get like mask face. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I trimmed all mine down for that same reason. I was getting tired of it. Yeah. So it's so real I'm short. Like, yeah. yeah me know. too. <laughs> <laughs> you got a baby face, Daniel. Sorry. Oh, I to do. It's so buttery smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like an androids behind. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is years of trying. This is as far as I get. That's funny. Oh my lord. Yeah. That's too good. All right. Ready to get rocking and rolling? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Space. The final frontier. <laughs> Sir, the Federation does have enemies. We must seek them out. That's how it starts. And we can fade Yeah. Yeah, it's way too long. What asshole made it so long? I don't know. We'll just let it play in the background. It's fine. So I had to chuckle this morning. Um, I saw on, on Facebook, somebody was like, oh, TrekCast has, has new episodes? Is it, oh, yeah. orig- is it still the original hosts? I just saw that. <laughs> I just comments, saw that. And all the comments are basically me and Daniel talking about how the new hosts suck. <laughs> right. As they should. <laughs> I'm talking about the, this one guy. You know, two of them are okay, but one guy literally phones it in from his car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think if you if you haven't listened to the show in probably three years, because it's been three, three four years now. Four years yeah. since, since David made his last show, really. So yeah, right. if you haven't yeah. listened to the show in four years and you're still in the group and you've seen all this freaking activity. Well, you, you, they may not because, you know, the way Facebook works. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, I'm in groups that I haven't um, I haven't posted in in years. Mm. And, be, and because of that, I'm still in the group. And because of that, the algorithm won't show me the posts that are happening there. Until, until the hive mind uh, detects me typing something related to that group. And then all of a sudden I'll get a, you know, it'll show up on my feed. Yeah. Just a random post from that group. So that's probably what happened. You know, somebody, somebody probably 
you know, we go off on tangents in that group. Somebody a probably lot. talked. Somebody probably talked about hot dogs the same day that he did a post about meeting somebody at Nathan's, and boom, he gets a noti- notification go. from Trekcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he was typing something about sandwiches. Hmm. Was it a hot mm. dog or a sandwich? Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, maybe it all came right about too because of the uh, there is no such thing as truth. There's only your perception of it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who said that. I wish I know where that. Maybe he somehow typed the word Chad and gibberish in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> the Chad. Well, he's Cisco. probably searching for an image of a jackass and came upon me. And there you go. There you so. go. <laughs> So anyway, okay, so uh, we got an ad here. So, okay, today's episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you have a need for a new employee or even just replace an underperforming employee, like, I don't know, say uh, an editor for your podcast, because the one you have is is an unpaid intern and they still don't get it right, like dyslexia. Like they type in 205 instead of 250. I don't know, like say Dana. So how does this work? Well, it finds qualified people in your area that have a skill set that's better than that of a trained chihuahua, (laughs) one that maybe isn't dyslexic, and it shoves that candidate right into your cranium until you can't resist anymore, kind of like those nanoprobe thingies that shoved into the douche's head in Section 31. Member control? (laughs) So go on over to trekcast.com slash what are you doing here to get a link that takes you nowhere and try out ZipRecruiter for free today. Okay, there's the ad. There you go. Wow. Yeah, and that's wow. actually a website. That's actually a page on the website. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Chad had some free time. Yes, I did. did. <laughs> I was in a hotel room this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. It is fun. Okay, so here, let's see if you guys can guess what song this is. It's an old one. That's uh, that's that's John Cougar Mellencamp, I think. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, he dropped the Cougar. It's just John Mellencamp. John Got Mellencamp, it. no. Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Not uh, Stevie Nicks either. Whatever her name was. Yeah. No, I don't know. What is it? It's that? something. It's it's an artist from uh, it's an artist from TNG. It's an, an artist that's referenced in TNG. I'll put it that way. It's an artist that gets referenced in TNG. Mm-hmm. I almost said Vic Fontaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not I'm like, TNG. wait, he's not TNG. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest, uh, this guy sold more sheet music at the turn of the century, 20th century. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the Wild Stallions? And anybody else. In here. Yeah, that's right. It's Bill and Ted. There you go. No, it's Irving Berlin. Ah yes. Uh, there yep. you go. So okay. But you have to say it like Worf. You gotta say Irving Berlin. Irving. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I just ran across that. I thought that was fun. All right, cool. All right. And it's track related, so you know, kinda. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How much it's does all... Irving Berlin come on your playlist? <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube? I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's he's in the Irving Berlin fan group on Facebook, so oh, yeah. notifications. <laughs> No, actually, I did, you're right. That's correct. I typed in data, and Irving Berlin came up, and that's how I yeah. found that group I joined uh, 20 years ago. That's funny. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> how was everybody's week? Uh, uh, yeah, I got stuck working a double two days in a row, so that's, you know. Yeah. 
you know what's great is like when you're in the car pulling out of the parking lot and the phone rings and it's like hey uh you got any plans this afternoon (laughs) and you you just let me just put this back in park because something tells me i'm not leaving yeah so two days in a row that happened so two days ago on my way home from work I wanted to do something nice for my wife, so I stopped at the Cheesecake Factory and picked up two pieces of cheesecake, which I've never, I've had Cheesecake Factory cheesecake, I've never actually purchased it before, so when the woman rang it up, and it was like $22 for two pieces of cheesecake, <laughs> I, damn, I damn near fell over, but, wait, you know. Wait, for I, pieces, not like a pie. A piece, like a slice. Was like 20, 22 for two of them? $22 for two pieces of cheesecake. $11 a piece. Now, for granted, those of you in Rio Linda who could See, I'm so outraged. Now. I'm speaking Spanish about this. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> granted, I'm, I'm fairly certain uh, they're laced with crack because they're amazing. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Amazing. Well, the crack does but, cost more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you pay for quality. Exactly. But, uh, it's not what powdered sugar anymore. But I came home and, you know, I surprised my wife and we made plans to, um, you know, watch some television on the couch with a glass of wine and some cheesecake uh, after the kids went to sleep. And, you know, I I, I, I put, yeah, that's that's my (laughs) life. (laughs) I put I put one kid to sleep. She put the other kid to sleep. We both fell asleep, putting the kids to sleep and no cheesecake. (laughs) So the next day I come home. And uh, I come home from work, and it's like, hey, tonight, me and you, we got a date on the couch. We're going to watch some Netflix. We're going to eat some cheesecake. We're going to drink some wine. Okay, same thing. She puts one kid to bed. I put the other kid to bed. I wake up 2 o'clock this morning, and now now it's a fight in my head. Do I go back to sleep, or do I stand in front of the sink in the kitchen at 2 o'clock in the morning shoving cheesecake in my face? Oh, you eat the cheesecake. You just do it. You just go for it. No, no, because then, you know what? I got those for her. Yeah. She gets up the next morning and goes to the fridge to get the milk for, you know, for coffee, and there's a half-eaten piece of cheesecake in there. What kind of douche wagon am I after that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. The the point of the story is – I bought this cheesecake like two days ago, three days ago, and it's still sitting there in the fridge. That's the longest cheesecake has ever survived yep. in the Lombardo fridge. <laughs> what, what flavors? One is uh, Oreo, Oreo mm-hmm. cookie cheesecake. The other one is uh, uh, Reese's peanut butter cup cheesecake. Damn, those sound good. Yeah, that's yeah. Cheesecake then. That's just... Uh, cheesecake's my favorite. So. No, 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 no. Chat, have you been to the Cheesecake Factory? Yes, I have, and there's 50 okay. million different kinds. I know. Okay, but... so you got a you got a slice of cheesecake this thick, yeah, and there's this much Oreo on the top. Don't tell me that's not a cheesecake. Well, if you don't want the Oreos, you scrape them off, and you still true. have an amazing slice true. of cheesecake. True. Okay, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> hashtag Chad is wrong. There you go. <laughs> nothing about cheesecake. Let's get that trending. Okay. <laughs> Cheesecake is supposed to have cherries on top, and it's supposed to be plain cheesecake with the crumb crust, at the, the graham-type crust at the this bottom, guy. and that's it. That's, that's what it is. Maybe like 10 years ago, we had a cheesecake factory over here, and then yeah. it went out of business. Yeah. How'd that happen? Hey, now, the that's one down on the plaza went out of the business here, too. That's yeah. weird. It's weird. Mm. I, I don't think they're, I think they're kind of screwy with how they do. Well, the one on the plaza that, that was in Kansas City was just a freaking Taj Mahal. That building had to have cost 
$20 million yeah. to build. I mean, it's just, yeah. it was gorgeous. There, everything was marble. Everything was huge towers. And it was just, it was beautiful. But uh, mm. I don't know how you make your money back on cheesecake like that. Oh, know. well, okay. A dinner there was 100 bucks a you, piece. It you, wasn't you your charge, cheesecake factory. But yeah. You charge $11 for a slice of cheesecake. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's how you make yeah, your money. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put Oreo but, cookie stuff on top and, and still call it cheesecake. You're right. Yeah. But is cheesecake a cheese, is a cake or is it a pie? <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know, it has a crust, so it's probably a pie. Probably a yeah, pie. Yeah, that's what I'm yep. saying. Yep. Yeah, if it has a crust, it's a pie. The problem with that is, if you call it cheese pie, then it gets confused with pizza. So I'm okay yeah. with this. It's yeah. a misnomer, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the old uh, um, Daily Show clip with with John Stewart where he talks about Chicago pizza. <laughs> and how it's just a casserole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Casserole with bread on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Very small <laughs> amount some of French's bread. Some French's onions on top of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a casserole unless it has French's onion on top of it. Then it, that's what makes it a casserole. I yeah. guess. I don't know. I'm not familiar with casseroles. Hello and welcome to Foodcast, <laughs> the galaxy's yeah, most unpredictable food podcast. This is, <laughs> we always seem to get off on this tangent. Food. We Everybody do. loves when we talk about food. We do. It's like one of the biggest topics in our group. You mentioned <laughs> yeah. food, everybody goes nuts. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, what do you do when you're watching uh, an episode of, of um, Star Trek for the 15th time you've seen that specific episode? You, you, you talk. Shove, yeah, yeah, you shove some Doritos in your face. Yeah, exactly. You eat something while you're while you're watching it. Because yeah. it's because the show itself is comfort food. Mm. That's true. So, that is true. It is. It is. I'm actually right about something. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> well, should we get to the news? Yeah, let's get to the news. <laughs> Attention, all hands. It's time for Star Trek news. Take it away, Daniel. All right. So, our first news story comes to us from yahoo.com. I know. I'm amazed. Um, <laughs> and the headline reads Star Trek CBS All Access to feature free marathon and panels to celebrate franchise. So to promote Star Trek, CBS All Access is going to be holding a free Star Trek marathon on September 8th. So a couple Tuesday. days from now. Yeah, hmm. Tuesday. It's going to be a 24-hour event. Uh, they're going to be playing episodes from the ser- from you know different series. They're going to be having panels. Sounds like there'll be a live stream going, yep. just featuring all this stuff. Uh, you know, they've got panels for every series. Uh, including Strange New Worlds is going to have a panel, Enterprise, Discovery, DS9, the original <coughs> series, um, Lower Decks, Voyager, Picard, all of them. Everything um, but the animated series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, I mean, if you have a, a TOS panel, you're sent, it's an extension. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. So you can go to uh, Star Trek.com slash day. And you'll see the schedule for all the panels and yep. and all the programming. But I just figured I'd mention that. Um, should be cool. Should yeah, be cool. It, should be it cool. starts at like 3 o'clock in, uh, Eastern time. Yeah, 3 a.m. Um, Eastern time. 3 p.m. Eastern time, not 3 a.m. Oh, I, somewhere I saw it said a.m. Well, I hope it doesn't start at 3 a.m. Eastern time. Shit. Well, I mean, they could with episodes. Yeah, the free episodes might. Uh... Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. I guess you got a point there. I'm wrong again. Is this, is this a worldwide well, thing? Or is this a... I guess we'll find out on the 8th. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake up at 3 a.m. And if it's not there, I'm going to get pissed, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I will not. <laughs> yeah. Unless I'm, not unless I'm up. There was Daniel's raised eyebrow, like, well, you can't piss chat. It's your own damn fault. <laughs> yeah. Literally, Netflix has all the episodes now. Who cares? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant no. I'm talking about the panels. The panels start at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard oh, Time. Oh, probably. Yeah. Not the actual streaming of the shows. Okay, so that's where we got our computer, our wires crossed. That, no, no, no. That makes sense. The yeah. panels actually start when they're going to come on and do all of that at uh, yeah. 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's what I read anyway. Yeah. Correct me so if that, I'm wrong. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Yeah. We we will correct you if you're wrong. I'm sure yes, you will. Whatever. You can trust in that, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. The internet will for sure. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, next news story comes from NBCnews.com. Star Trek Discovery makes franchise history with trans non-binary characters. Bullshit. <laughs> no, there's going to be two of them. Um, no, bull, bull, I mean, that's what they're saying, but they're wrong. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's been others in the in the history. Oh, oh, at least at least two. I mean, yeah. Well, that's like when Sonequa Martin Green said that she was the first African American lead in Star Trek. Like, is Ben Cisco a joke to you? Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you really call it. I don't really call Ahura a, a supporting cast member. Honestly, she's she's no. A, she was one of the mains. She's a main cast member. Yeah. So maybe she wasn't the headline like Kirk would be, but but right. yeah, again, Cisco, right? So yeah. I think they're doing this on purpose. I think they know better. This, this is what's even worse. You know, you can sit there and say, well, Alex Kirkman and company don't know any better because they don't know what Trek is or they don't know anything about it. I think it's actually worse than that. I think they know damn well what Trek is. I think they know damn well the history of Star Trek. And they mm -hmm. know about all these things. And they say this shit anyway because they, in their head somewhere, in their head canon. They're preaching to a different audience. They're trying to get a different audience. They assume they're already going to have the original Star Trek crowd, mm -hmm. and they're going to preach to a different audience, and yeah. so that's why they're doing this. They're doing this for clickbait, uh, trying to draw on a new crowd. And that's, yeah, that's it's, worse. Yeah, I was going to say it's marketing, but that's basically the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's it marketing. Is. It's, it, but that, it's worse, because you, you can still market that and tell the truth. Yeah. Right. And and right. maybe that new audience that that sees this right is going to look at that and go, really? They were yeah. doing that all the way back in the '90s. I should check the show out, right? Right. I mean, what right. So <sighs> Ian Alexander from the OA is going to play Gray, a trans man who spent his life as a trill. Um, he looks so like that, James Charles. Yeah, and then newcomer Blue DeBario is going to play uh, Adria, a non-binary character who bonds with stamets and dr culpepper so whatever that's pretty good call, like that. call is his first name right yeah. his last pepper name is, is pepper which would which would make him dr pepper yes <laughs> okay i have to say i hate dr pepper oh no you know what i hate I hate when I ask if a place has root beer and they say no. We have Dr Pepper. That's like awesome. like like they're somehow the, the same. same There's the yeah. same thing, and they're and no. they're not even close to the same thing. No, that's no. like saying you know, do you have orange juice? No, we have milk. I hear that around here when I ask, do you have root beer? No, we have cream soda. Lovely. Do you have root beer? <laughs> that one I accept because I do like that, cream soda. So. To go back to this this article, right? So the first time we have a non-binary character is actually in, in a, a little show, unknown show uh, to Star Trek. Um, wasn't really big uh, in the 90s. 
Um, so that I, I can see how Kirksman and crew might have missed this, but um, it was called The Next Generation. Oh, and yes. It, it starred one of their characters in this particular episode. It was kind of a no-name character, so no one really knows who he is, but his name was William Riker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an episode called The Outcast, and it was season mm-hmm. five, episode 17. It aired in 1992. Yep. yep. Okay. Janal. One of my, was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> yep, yep. Janal was the person's name, and she's an, it's an androgynous species where basically there is no male, there is no female. And you're supposed to bond with someone who also isn't male or female. And somehow she makes a decision in her relationship with Riker that she feels more female and she likes men, right? And so that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing. And she's an outcast. And so she gets, I don't does she end up getting killed? I forget exactly what happened in this episode. No, she, the, gets, the she, gets, of it. she gets fixed. Fixed. That's um, for right. For those for those on the audio stream, I'm doing air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. But yeah. she gets yeah. she gets fixed by her 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 people. She gets re-educated. Yes. Oh, which, yeah. Which we don't yeah. know exactly what that is. Some sort of mind mind uh, control thing. And then yep. didn't they but, basically do that again with Trip Tucker? Uh, he met the, the cogenitor or whatever that was. When he had the baby in his arm or something. No, or no, 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 no. <clears throat> There's an episode where like they they meet another ship. Yeah. And it's they have like three genders and like they yeah, was it, went, yeah. Yeah, the third gender, um, all they did was supply an enzyme that Yeah, to have a baby. To have a baby. But they weren't allowed to read, they weren't allowed to write, they weren't allowed to have a yep. uh, have a life, have any yeah. friends or anything. They were basically treated like a like a an object. Like a pet. Passed, yeah. Yeah, they were passed around from family to family, depending on you know where they were needed. Yep. Yeah. So so yeah, that okay. was the second time that this which, happened, which... and of course before that, actually the third, the second time it really happened was Jadzia. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, the Dax symbiote is is also non-binary, right? So and, well, and they even touched on that in TNG because the first time we met the Trill, yeah, well, they looked they looked different. Yep. You know, they changed they changed the look of them when they went to Deep Space Nine, but it was the the male Doctor that uh, Crusher. Well, she, he wasn't a doctor. I think he was a scientist or something. I don't know. He was a male male scientist that Crusher uh, had a relationship with, and he got injured, and and he got rejoined to a new host who was female, and he didn't care. He or she didn't care. Wanted to continue the relationship with Crusher, and mm-hmm. Cr- Crusher wasn't uh, wasn't down with it yet. But um, see, that's 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 the thing between, and I'm going to use this phrase that people don't want to hear: old Trek versus new Trek, but you know, old Trek was really good about um, using allegory to yeah. tell stories. Yeah. And and it seems like new Trek, they're like, nah, we're not going to do that. We're just going to be in your face with yeah. it. And, to, and to have be it fair, be... that's more modern storytelling, anyways. Like any other thing, the the allegories are not as subtle as they used to be. Yeah, but well, but when you when you use allegory, you can actually tell several stories at the okay, same time. Sure. Okay, the one the one with uh, with Trip. Okay, was that was that about uh, non-binary? Uh, you know, was that about uh, a species with with you know more than two genders, three genders, or was it also about slavery? Because right. you know, in our own in our own in our own country, yeah. it was. You know, in our own country, there was a time when it was illegal to teach an African American to read, mm-hmm. which is essentially what he did. He taught her. He taught her to read, and right. it was you know, and he got shit for it. Yeah. You know, so when you tell it 
in the form of an allegory, you can tell you could tell two or three different stories mm-hmm, when you right. when you're in your face with it. When they're in your face with it, it's like, nope, this is the story that we're telling. This is what oh, I, big, I agree that's with the, you. That's the big difference, okay? And I know it's more of a modern thing nowadays to try to tell one story and shove it all in your face, right? But I think they're missing a point because when you do it the way that it used to be done, not only are you telling multiple stories, but you're able to connect with people on more of a personal level yeah. because they can pick out that one story that yes. more relates to yep. them. It makes it much more relatable and much more rewatchable. Yeah. That's well, the thing. So, the other okay. thing with this, too, that I don't understand is what is it about today's society and today's culture that makes us feel like we have to win battles we've already won? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have to constantly talk about this as if everybody in this country doesn't either understand what non-binary is, doesn't understand that there's, you know, whatever. I don't want to get into the political side of this, but mm-hmm. I don't understand why people feel like they have to fight battles that have already been won. There's there's other battles that need to be won, but I don't know why we have to constantly focus on ones that are already done. They're done. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Well, I... So, what going back to what Dan was talking more about the story storytelling and, and being a little more... Um, uh, it's just better storytelling. It, it rem- this uh, this is going to sound weird, but but I'll get to the point. Um, it reminds me of, of Plato's Republic. Um, in that in that uh, classic literature, Warning. Warning. I know, I know, Alert. I know. Alert. I'm a nerd about storytelling, though, so this yeah. is why. I know, um, I know. Yeah, yeah but it, it, you know, it's okay on this show to to be like a sci-fi nerd. You're like a school nerd right now. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, Daniel's the Plato's sexy Republic. librarian. Okay, keep going, Daniel. Right. Yeah, in Plato's Republic, they they talk about how like uh, philosophers should be the head of society because they give you grand thoughts and all this stuff. But the 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 um, the derelicts of society in in Plato's Republic, the worst are the storytellers because the storytellers can get you to change your mind without ever bringing up politics or anything else. They can be subversive by hiding an allegory. Mm. So, I don't know. I just thought that was cool. No, no. no. Right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, let me get to the last news story. Yeah, I was going to say uh, more news. Oh, we're still doing the news? <laughs> yeah, we're doing the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Dan, I, was, I was ready, I was ready to give out the so, email addresses uh, and go. <laughs> so, Some days, Daniel, did you get the impression that Dan's like, move along, guys. I got other shit to do more important <laughs> than you two. Well, the yard's got to be mowed, right? <laughs> oh my God! If you saw it, <laughs> can you oh, see look at that? Ugh. Oh my Lord! Well, hey, you well, are you doing your part to suck in CO two and prevent climate change. Well, that and it's like a dribble. and the uh, the hornets. You know, I haven't mowed for a month because the hornets. I kept getting stung by the hornets, <laughs> and I was trying to uh, trying to get rid of them. And I kept getting stung, and and eventually I just I plunked down the money and and called an exterminator. And, I just picture yeah. you with a beekeeper suit on. Dude, you didn't you didn't see you didn't see the beekeeper suit? Yeah, he no. had a beekeeper suit on when he mowed. Yeah, I, I made one. Yeah, I had a beekeeper suit on to mow the lawn. I took the uh, I have some Carhartt coveralls. I put <laughs> I put those on. I taped the uh, I taped the legs to the boots. I taped the sleeves to my gloves. We okay. need a, a group of DIY. Oh, oh, I will. Oh, I'll definitely. Yeah. I'll put it in. I'll put it up. But I wore a, uh, I wore like a wide brimmed hat, and then yeah. I had a, a mesh laundry bag over my head, 
tucked into my coveralls and then like uh like an ascot tied around my neck so i was fine like yeah it sounds great i was fine (laughs) until uh until i went into the screened in porch and started taking it off one of them was hiding somewhere oh and and he and he got me so eventually that was that was that was two weeks in a row i got stung by hornets i was i was at uh urgent care and they're getting confused looking at the chart because they're like no, no you were here last week for this I said, yeah it was the other leg but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah eventually i had to call a uh i had to call an exterminator and oh, they wow. came they came with uh they have this it looks like a turkey baster with yeah. a long flexible tube and they stick it in the hole in the ground and they and they just kind of puff some some powder in there mm-hmm. and um makes them go to sleep and not wake up so wow. interesting yeah murder hornets i had the covid i had the murder hornets uh i'm gonna i'm looking for the hat trick i'm looking for the meteor to land on my house well it'll be right before the uh right before the election that's when that meteor is supposed to hit the earth awesome yeah i'm waiting for the alien invasion i think that's what <laughs> that's our topic i don't think we're gonna get that oh, that's, a whole nother, crossed, man. that's a whole nother topic but i don't think we're gonna yeah. get that all right i think, so we've, new- I think we've already gotten it we just don't know it yet yeah, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, if I had the X-Files theme song, I'd play it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so last new story is from foodandwine.com. <laughs> Star Trek adds two new limited edition wines to its fleet. So um, we're getting some new wines. One of them is a Federation of Planets Special Reserve. And the other one is the Klingon Blood Wine, with air quotes. Yeah. So, so that's the red, and the other one is the white. Um, you can buy a two pack of these online at StarTrekWines.com. Oh, it comes in a two pack in case you want to make a rosé. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, or if you want it with your cheesecake. There you, there go. you go. Yeah, the two pack alone is like ninety bucks. Yeah, that's not yeah. that's expensive wine. And then they've got a they've got a special four pack that includes the uh, Chateau Picard from last year. Yeah, yeah, that four pack is like two hundred bucks. Oh God! Yeah, Yikes. you're paying for the labels, people. You are paying for the labels. I mean, you. There are some people in this world who can taste that and taste the uh, two buck chuck at Trader Joe's and uh, and tell the difference, but I can't. So right. No, man. <laughs> I don't drink, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You don't. You don't. Yeah, this would be wasted on me. Yep. Yeah. All right, that's it for... That's it. That's the news. Let's go into feedback. Hailing frequencies. Open. All right. So uh, what do you got on the feedback side, Daniel? Yeah, I'm scrambling right now to, to bring that up. Okay, then while you're doing that, I will play the voicemail we got from oh, yeah, our buddy Case Gentry. Gentry yeah. Case. Hi there, guys. Watching the latest episode on YouTube... And wanted to let you know that I think I would uh, seriously consider reporting the YouTube video for copyright infringement just to prevent anyone else from having to hear William Shatner sing (laughs) or anything else for that matter. I would rather listen to Chad singing Klingon opera than have to listen to an entire song off of his album's. Uh, Shatner's albums. I mean, ouch, ouch. 
out my ears hurt. It was just awful. <laughs> but uh, hey, at least the guy used to be able to act really well. So yay for that. Thanks, guys. You're doing a great job as always. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs> I like I like him. We got to have him on again. Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, we were supposed to, in terms of uh, right before Discovery happens, we're going to do like a round table of our predictions for season three, right? So, right, yeah. And one of the things that's going to happen at this panel on Tuesday, by the way, is supposedly a trailer, a new trailer for season three is going to drop mm-hmm. outside of the one they've already released, which kind of gives up what the season looks like, it. but maybe they'll have some new little hints. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they'll. they'll um... They'll give us an R2-D2 now and bring in their own little robots. More bots, yeah. More bots. Well, if you're a thousand years in the future, how can you not have more you Gotta make that franchise robots? money, man. Yeah. Well, Daniel, when, when, is it, um, when is it usually that a, that a show starts aging and they add a kid and a dog? Is that the third season or the fourth oh, season? Oh, it's like the fourth or fifth. Okay, all right. Yeah. They're trying to push it over the top to get that syndication money. Well, I mean, Got we it. had a Wesley, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, this non-binary character that they announced—not uh, the one oh, who looks yeah, like I've James Charles, but the other one—looks like a 13-year-old uh, Wesley Crusher. Like no yeah. shit, no shit. Yeah. So there they go. You added it's the kid. Very close. It's really close. Yeah, very close comparison. Yeah. Uh, we do have a question from Sam that's pretty good. Um, it seems like new Trek rewards insubordination a lot more than old Trek. Can you guys think of a time in previous Trek series where insubordination was encouraged this much? He means like uh, Burnham and Mariner, pretty insubordinate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kirk stole the Enterprise. There's um, that. And his reward was they gave him an Enterprise. I mean, <laughs> you know, they told him your punishment yeah. is to be demoted back to the rank that you wanted to be anyway. And here's a new ship. And so before, I mean, that's, and... that's a pretty big. That's a pretty yeah. big. Uh, you know, reward for insubordination. Yeah, but that's, that's a, I, I get what he's saying because that's a one-off. With Kirk, that's not really a one-off because he does a lot of that kind of crap, right? Mm-hmm. He does a lot of that kind of crap. But um, mm-hmm. over and over and over again, but not quite as in your face as what Mariner is or what Burnham is. So I get the point. I understand. It's just that there's a little... I think that there's a little bit more of it. It's a little bit more obvious. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think now. With, it even happened with Archer. I mean, Archer's nothing but subordinate in the first two episodes, Broken Bow at part one and two, right? I mean, he's yeah. just literally chomping to just take the damn thing out and say, screw you yeah. uh, to everybody, including his commanding officer. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, the pale moon light, yo, the pale yeah. moon light. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's well, no, he wasn't insubordinate. He broke laws, but he wasn't insubordinate because Starfleet, true. he had the blessing of Starfleet to do everything that he did. That's true. So that's, that's not true. insubordination. Well, yeah. I think it gets back to how the stories are being told, right? It's right. Just that, it's that conversation we just had at the beginning of the show. Um, it's it, the new Trek is just more in your face, whereas yeah. opposed to the old Trek was a little bit more subtle about things, which yeah. you know, and that's a difference of style, that's a difference of culture, and how people are 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 sucking in shows now at this point. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think you have to be a little bit more in your face in order to get that attention and to get your point across. Yeah. Hey, Worf uh, straight up murdered a guy on the Enterprise. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, <laughs> and Picard was very disappointed at him. Very disappointed. That was it. I mean, Cisco destroyed the atmosphere of a planet. Yeah, just to, just to piss that guy off when he was going yeah. after him. Yeah, mm. yeah, just to prove a point. Yep, yeah. yep. 
I'm sure Miles did something. That guy's always up to no good. He, he came back. He came back late from Quarks. Every yeah, night. that'll do yeah. it. He was, he was definitely insubordinate, but that was Keiko, yep. not uh, Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, yeah, that's the only one I've got. Um, I got one more feedback. Okay. We can move on from that. So uh, one of the posts that was made, it was actually made by Case as well, I believe, in the uh, group was my saying from last week, the whole <laughs> nothing but the truth, only your perception of it. This got a, quite a bit of, uh, of conversation going in the group. So if you haven't seen that yet, you should go find it and look at it. Um, David Yee, I just want to give him a shout out because he had the best round robin here <laughs> in our conversation. It was just brilliant. So... Um, he says, yeah, I agree with you. The truth is often perception. What Picard is trying to say sometimes is the truth is often so irrefutable that you can't deny it and you must seek it to support it. You, you must seek to support it, whether it's more co- morally correct or just the right thing to do or scientifically correct because the so-called alternative truth is just so patently wrong or unjustifiable. There will always be room for perception. But in the end, uh, some things are just fact or crazy fiction uh so you know this goes on for a while but my favorite one here is this post that somebody made from an old non-sequitur comic i'm trying to find it oh here it is and it's just brilliant because this proves the point you got two guys staring at each other they both got placards on like it's the end of the world mm-hmm. but they're looking at one another and one of the placards says the facts as they are and the other placard says the truth as I see it. <laughs> and this is what happens when the, the irresistible force meets the immovable object. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's just, that's perfect. Right. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And that's, you can, they, they, everything gets boiled down to people's different, differing opinions or perceptions of, of what they believe is either truth or fact. So, you know, it's not a fact that CO2 is a, uh, is a deadly, uh, <laughs> carcinogen in our atmosphere but, right, but we right. have people who perceive it that it is mm-hmm. so at any rate <clears throat> okay move uh, on. i did find that i have an email oh yeah good from snozzle feet yeah um and so he says hey guys i found a weird connection in my personal life to trek this week unfortunately it came in form of finding out that my eight-year-old dog has advanced liver cancer oh, no. natural things to help improve liver function and his quality of life our vet led us to a product called Stamets 7. It's a pill made of seven mushroom blend. The product was developed by a man named Paul Stamets. Paul yeah. Stamets is American mitochondrial. Yeah. He studies fungi <laughs> from Ohio. Um, yep. I couldn't help 
um, but connect this Paul Stamets to Discovery's Paul Stamets, and it turns out he was part of the character's inspiration. Yeah. Yep. Sure was. Wow. I remember. I remember going over that when we uh, first uh, first started with Discovery and yeah. how they came up with these characters. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear about your dog. I'm a, yeah. I'm a dog person, and you know I like most dogs more than most people. So, <laughs> you know, I hope uh, hope he or she is okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's no fun. Yeah, we got uh, our, our new puppy last weekend. Um, oh, that's right. Eight weeks old now. Nine weeks old as of yesterday, and. Uh, yeah, it's like a baby in the house. Every every for the first uh, week, it was almost every two hours you're getting up and walking her, and mm-hmm. she would yip and not, you know, in her kennel, which is right next to the bed. Like you'd have a bassinet next to the bed. So it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you named her Michael Burnham, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> Finley Gray. That's her name. Finley no. Gray. Okay. Lee is my wife's middle name. Grace is my daughter's middle name, and Ray is my other daughter's daughter's middle name. So Finn Lee Gray. There you go. Okay. All kind of fits together. Cool. Oh, didn't we get a, uh, a a coffee account? We did get two donations. I've got them both pulled up because I was just thinking about that when you mentioned Snuzzlefeet because he is yeah. one of the donations. So uh, a day ago, Snuzzlefeet gave us a, a good, uh, hefty donation. Um, Indeed. 30 bucks. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank and you. he says, uh, is there a way to do reoccurring payments here? Take all my money. <laughs> there is. You got to set it up. But there is. Yeah, it is set up where we can now take reoccurring payments. I want to make sure I give a shout out to who made that possible. And that was Case Gentry. Yeah. Uh, Gentry Case. He did make that possible by uh, paying the uh, subscription fees or whatever yeah, um, to yeah. the coffee account so that we have uh, the ability for people to do reoccurring uh, payments. We would love for you guys to start doing that. Um so that'd be cool. Set it up. You, yeah, you can. You, we definitely can. So I don't know. You know, we, the three of us have talked every once in a while about doing tiers and different things like that. I don't want to get into that right now on the show, but we should probably think about that a little bit and figure out what we can do there for uh, for those people who do start doing the reoccurring stuff. Um, you know, we should just ask the group, like, what yeah. would they want? Yeah. What would they want? Yeah. What would they I'm want? I'm gonna make a post about it when you guys listen to this, and we'll. Uh, just tell us what you would want. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll, we'll try to make there. something happen. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, this, like we've, we've said this for years. So anybody new listening to this who hasn't heard me say this before, hasn't heard uh, Dan or Daniel say this before, you know, the three of us are doing this show because we are fans of the show, the original mm-hmm. show, David Ivey, Darren Benjamin, uh, Alicia Ivey, um, <clears throat> and that other host that started for the first two episodes then disappeared. <laughs> I forget his name. Um, <laughs> back in I think, his last, I think his last name was Yar. Or something yeah, like that. Right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> at any rate, we were fans of the show and obviously we we're fans of Trek and we wanted to see this thing continue. And so we are doing this uh, for the fans and for ourselves. Uh, so for those of you that listen to this show and say, it's not a very good news show. It's entertaining, but it's not a news show. This is not a news show. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, this but, is not uh, a news show. When we figure out what kind of show it is, we will let you know. That's but correct. In the meantime, that's correct. Come along for the ride. Yep, that's it. So uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Put a post up there. That'd be great. That's a good idea. Let uh, let folks uh, tell us what um, what they want to see if we end up doing that. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to turn on the reoccurring and get the tears or something. We'll we'll figure yeah. it out. So I'm sure we can find something. That would be cool. I'd love to see us get enough that's coming in every month to get us off of Skype because I don't know if you guys notice, but when you go back and listen to the show, you know, right now everything sounds great with the soundboard and it's all wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you get some clipping. If there's two, yeah. if there's something coming in from the soundboard yeah. or you guys are talking, we get clipping over the top of one another, and you can't hear us all have our same reactions. It just randomly picks one over the other. That's a Skype issue. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. So Yeah, I always sound lower for some reason than when I sound to you yeah. guys. Yeah, like right yeah. now, all three of us sound great. Uh, even even right. Dan in his, in his van down by the river sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, but no, when you go back and listen to it, it's a Skype thing. It's it's done yeah. some flipping and things. So it kind of degrades the audio a little bit. And it makes mm-hmm. the video a little wonky. If you're watching YouTube, you, you really can't watch it. You just have to listen to it because our our video is a little choppy. Yeah. So, you know, half the world is 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 working virtually right yep. now. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different platforms out there that people are using. Is yep. there one of them out there that's you know would be better? We can try. Skype. There, are, there are several. There's a few that I've looked at, but the problem is, if you want to make it better, then you've got a a, a monthly subscription for it. Mm. How much? How much is something like that? I have to go back and look again. The last time I looked at Squadcast, I want to say it was almost fifty a month, but um, oh, that wow. might be too much. But um, there's others. I mean, I know there's uh, Zooms uh, made a lot of improvements lately for their paid subscriptions on on mm. this kind of stuff. I don't know how well that would work. I'd want to. I think we'd want to find one that would allow us to, if we're going to pay for something, I think we'd want to find one that allows us to have uh, people to be able to join. You know, like right now, we could add multiple people into the Skype call with no Mm -hmm. problem. So I wouldn't want us to get something that hamstrings us to four or five, you know. Um, I still want to be able to do our round tables and things like that. And I want it to still be able to work easily if we do a show live at, say, something like STLV. So we have to think about it a little bit. Um, Okay. And kind of balance that, but yeah, there's there's a lot of platforms out there uh, that we could look at. So we'll just have to play around. That's an well, idea. Then anyway, donate to the coffee account, guys, so we can <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can grow the show. And... Not that I want that to be the one thing that it all goes to, but you know, it's it's an idea. So it's it's yeah. a thought as far as the sound goes and the clipping. But anyway, okay. Well, oh, and then uh, Commander Felton also gave a donation. Oh, yeah. so I can't forget that. Four days ago, he says a coffee for each of you. Keep the podcast coming, Commander Felton. We Thank certainly you, will, Commander. Commander. Thank you so much. Yeah. He's one of our regular, him and Snuzzlefeet and John and, and uh, every once in a while, Mike Medina and all 15 versions of Daryl, Taryn, uh, Lumberjack, Daryl Coopster. Um, trying to see. Let me show some more here. A lot of different people in the coffee account. Yeah, Mike Medina. My ex-girlfriend once. <laughs> Hunter, yeah, your ex-girlfriend once. Um, yeah, so, you know, hit her up again, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me get right on make, that. Make that call. Put the time yeah. in. Yep. Chris Wozdyke, I'm just listing out the folks who have who've donated here recently in the last uh, two or three months, just just to give them shout-outs again. Hey, it's well, Cujo. Thank Juan. you to all of them. Juan, where have you been? You haven't donated in a while, buddy. That's right, Juan. This is a shakedown. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the, uh, the Chris Reed post a couple weeks ago? No. What do you say? Yeah, I haven't seen Chris, anything from he, him in a while. I can't, I can't remember what he... he what he asked, we asked said somebody but he asked a question and somebody said is is chris reed actually engaging with the other members because usually when he posts stuff he'll just post the news article or something. yeah that's right or a <laughs> with picture no personal of message yeah, yeah 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 and, and for a split second i'll think that person's dead <laughs> but uh yeah somebody said did chris reed just just engage directly with the membership <laughs> yeah yeah and i and i said i described chris reed as the uh the deadpool of the Trek cast family. Yeah, every, right. every once in a while, he breaks that fourth wall and speaks yep. directly to us, but yep. not too often. Don't get used to it. 
and usually at only awkward times because that's when it makes it that's when it makes it funny so that's true love you chris keep those posts coming man that's the whole flavor of the group it's awesome you know there's so many different uh people in there it's great it's wonderful so that group is really alive we have a lot of fun in there yes so i think that's it for the feedback um i believe we are ready to get into the topic unless you have anything else daniel nope let's get to the topic all right let's go Sorry, I had that turned up so that we could hear Case's voicemail. <laughs> and then there you I go. got to turn it back down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's we fine. just we just blew out someone's speakers in their 1992 Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> so right, was there so, like some Star Trek on this week? There something? was. I had so much fun with this episode. It was uh, Lower Decks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Episode 5, Cupid's Errant Arrow. Uh, it was directed by Kim Arndt. This is the the only reason I bring this up because this is the second time that Kim has uh, directed a lower deck. The first one she did was episode two, Envoys, which I also laughed at quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I think Kim's got a little bit of the secret sauce here. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say these are my two favorite, although uh, well maybe they are so far because I in terms of just having fun with it, um, this one was just I I've got what one two three four or five i got six different lines from the show that i wrote down while i was watching it because i laughed so hard when i heard it even though they make no sense but whatever um so uh the, the synopsis is if you guys want me to read it um yeah go for it. instant mariners on a mission it's not a mission to explore a strange new world or make peace with an advanced alien culture instead mariner is all about unmasking her best friend's new girlfriend as a space monster in disguise which <laughs> was pretty damn funny really um it was pretty good how they did it. And of course, you know, spoiler alert, um, cause we spoil everything here, uh, at the end of the episode, towards the end of the episode comes to find out that this girl, what was her name? Was her name? Barb, Barbara, Barb, yeah, Barb. Um, she thinks, Mar- she thinks Mariner's a space alien, a space monster in disguise as well. So the whole time <laughs> in the background, she's doing the same shit that Mariner's doing. You just never see her do it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of funny. <clears throat> But when the whole thing kicks off, my, the first line I heard that was just hysterical was uh, "hopped up Q on Picard Day." Yeah, <laughs> a Captain Picard Day. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> that's a that's a pretty nice little reference right there. I don't <laughs> understand why Brad Boimler, you know, twenty years removed or fifteen years removed from Picard being a big thing. Maybe they, he learns about Captain Picard Day in class or something. I think he's such a nerd. Yeah. He's such a he's such a Starfleet buff that he has probably read the the logs of famous captains throughout the history of Starfleet. He that's wow. probably what he that's probably what he does. He sits in bed at night and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to read I'm going to read Cisco's entire career. I'm going to start with his you know, when he was an ensign on the whatever yep. and just read all of his logs." Mhm. Because, I mean, who who else would know about Captain Picard Day other than people who were on the Enterprise at Correct. that time period? Correct, yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody would know about Q, so I get that. Yeah. The second reference... Oh, see, that... my, my thought was, like, when they go to star bases, they interact with other crews from other ships. So, like, you know, like, oh, God, our guy's got a holiday for, for himself. <laughs> yeah. You know? 
Well, like, see, that's we, where we I should hear they... more things like that about people we don't even know of, but hear about their weird things, yeah. which does happen, actually. That engineer who's on that other ship, I forget the name of the other ship now. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, they're trading stories. Yeah, he's he's complaining about how bad it is there because he's tired of being part of the A-list team because it's just constantly crazy. I don't want to go back to 1920s uh, gangster land anymore. You know? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get out of there. That was funny. That was hysterical. Uh, but the other quote, I, I'll just go through these if you want. I don't know how you guys yeah. want to do this because we always just throw shit up at the wall and see yeah. what sticks. But um, the other quote was Kirk. He's That guy is like a Kirk Sunday with Trip Tucker Sprinkles. <laughs> yes. I laughed way too hard about that. <laughs> I was like, a what? <laughs> That's too funny. And of course, Barb used to date that guy. So, you know, <laughs> he's getting all jealous and like, what the hell? You know, this happens to every guy if he lands a girl that he's he's like, oh, you know, out of his league or he feels like is out of his league. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden he just goes nuts and then he loses yeah. the girl because he went nuts. And if he was just himself, he would have been fine. So a good a good allegory there for any kids, uh, 13, 14, 15 that are watching this. Just be yourself. Yep. And have an, and have a, a parasite in the back of your head that makes That's the hot it. woman love you. That'll That's do it. it. That's all you got to do. Just get, just get that parasite. Yeah. That little parasite was cuter than shit, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Come date the, me. I buy you dinner. Come date me. I buy you dinner. <laughs> the, sound, the sound that the parasite made when they first pulled it out sounded yeah. familiar. Did that sound clip, uh, did that sound familiar to you guys? I thought right. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Cause yeah, I, I literally, watch. I literally watched this episode. I finished about five minutes before I came out to the van. <laughs> you pulled That's the cat and did that last when week. I, yeah. When I messaged you guys and said, I'm going to need a few minutes. <laughs> you're watching the show. Nice. Well, usually you need a few minutes cause you're on the pot, but <laughs> no, 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 I'm, uh, I'm compromised right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running on willpower right now, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so, getting getting stuck at work two days in a row. I mean, yeah. the 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 cheesecake and the wine that was supposed to be watching uh, watching this show and it didn't happen, yeah. so I had to yeah. I had to do it this morning before I came yeah. out here. Now, is she watching the show with you, Jennifer? Usually watching the show with you? Um, not all the time. You know, if 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 I'm gonna watch it and and. You know the kids are asleep. She'll she'll watch it with me, but yeah. You know I don't wait for her to watch it. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't she doesn't care about it that much. Gotcha. So she laughs and she gets most of the jokes because sure. she's you know been married to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I dragged her to STLV a couple a couple hundred times. <laughs> right, right. So the other one, this is this is a reference that I love because it was just thrown in there. And, and in case you were you weren't really paying attention, you would miss it. I also this is another one, too, where I don't understand how Mariner would know this unless she is just as much of a nerd about uh, reading logs as Boimler is. And she says. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's like a bunch of sexy people and rompers that murder you for going on the grass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's my thing with this show. I know, I know that they've said that it's canon. 
but in my head, it's not. Right. Some of these jokes that they make, it doesn't make sense for these characters to to right. have this information. So, you know, I look at this show the way I look at, um, like, Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it takes place in the DC universe, so yep. they're going to interact with all these other DC characters. You know, the Flash will just show up out of the blue, and, and it's cool. But nothing they do affects anything else. Right. That's how I, that's how I look at it. Yep, it's fun. That was a that's a hysterical line. The Mariner yeah. says that. I'm, yeah, I can just I just instantly pictured uh, Wesley and those half naked girls, and he's just sitting there like a thirteen year old horny boy, going, "Oh my!" <laughs> <laughs> but you know they do they do pay attention to a lot of a lot of the minutia, like that flash that flashback scene. Yeah, where where uh, Mariner is. On Deep Space Nine, yep, mm-hmm. sitting at Quark's bar, yep, okay, and in she's D&D wearing. Uniforms. Well, they were first contact style uniforms, it, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, okay. But if you look in the background in the very first scene, someone is wearing a Voyager style uniform. Mm-hmm. So they're giving you an actual like time period where this scene takes place because there were several months where. You know, there was there was some crossover where both yeah. uniforms were were in use. Yeah. So how old does that make Mariner? She's well, that's the thing. She's got to be, you know, in her forties or something or thirty. I was gonna say early forties, no? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty hyped up for early forties. Yeah. Well, unless unless I'm wrong. Unless, no, unless you're that, you're right. You're or unless right. that unless it. that unless that was an animation error. Mm-hmm. Nah. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm going to give them credit and say probably not. They did that on purpose. Whether they really well, thought yeah. about the timeline or not doesn't matter. But they probably did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, what just style? For the, nostalgia's sake. Do we know what style combat they were wearing? I didn't pick up on that. I was I trying. I was going to, but I didn't. It was just too. It was too fun. You know, seeing. I knew she was in Quark's bar. I was waiting to see Quark. I wanted to see. Yeah. Her. Mm-hmm. I was looking for that somewhere in the background. I was looking yeah. for a Ferengi somewhere, and I didn't see it. Oh, I want. I want Armin Shimmerman. Oh, he's got to be oh, yeah, so he's bad. He's got to be on there. So bad. Yeah. No, that was actually it's... my next thing that I that I put in line here to to mention was that scene, that flashback scene. It was good. Yeah. Then of course we get Mariner running through the corridor. It's not really a, a line or anything, but she's trying to get through people and shove people over, and she shoves an Andorian out of the way and calls her Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of the some of the visual humor <laughs> cracks me up. Yeah, um, and and it's so subtle. You know, right. they've they've talked about how, um, you know, it's not a very good ship. It doesn't get the A jobs. It gets yeah. the B jobs and the C jobs. Yeah. And in the beginning, they show the Cerritos is in orbit, and then the other ship comes into orbit and literally overshadows yep. the yep. Cerritos. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then they had the whole uh, Tindy and Rutherford are talking about how the Cerritos is falling apart. You know, I like those two characters. I don't. I think yeah. they're going to have a relationship at some point because yeah. they're so much alike. Um. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're talking about how it's falling apart and they can't get parts for this. They don't have the newest stuff. And then, of course, when they get over to the other ship, they've got those new scanners or whatever. And they're they're fighting for them and don't even realize it means they're going to get transferred. And uh, they don't want that at all. As it turns out, they really want to be on the Cerritos, even though it's, uh, you know, they call it a hunk of junk that's falling apart. It's an old mm-hmm. ship, apparently. They make that reference a few times. I don't think I've heard that before. No, um, I didn't either. Yeah. 
but uh, but yeah, you know that that's a that that is a, is a is a classic example of something very subtle. They told a story there between the two of them about how they feel about the ship that they're on without mm-hmm. necessarily shoving it in your face. Right. At the very end, obviously, they say, well, this is exactly why I want to stay here versus everything else. But it's really their friends. Right. And so mm-hmm. that was that was well done. That was really well done. I, I enjoyed that. And the only other line that I have written down that I that I thought was just hysterical was that engineer on the other ship. And he says, uh, my mother's neighbor's friend is the admiral and he's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What? Out of the blue. Just what? <laughs> yeah. That gets back well, into that. I think psycho, that's a, I think so. they did that on purpose because that's a classic callback to how all yeah. these admirals in Starfleet are just yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I've, I've got some of the uh, Easter eggs from Den of Geeks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Go for it. For, so one of them is um, the the theory that Barb is a Time Lord because she actually spouts a few lines from Doctor Who when she talks about uh, reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. Or uh, reverse the polar, or reverse the polarity and reboot the time stream. Those are common tropes in in Doctor Who. So <laughs> I would know. Yeah. yeah, Doctor what? What show is this? I've never heard of it. Uh, Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Who? Indeed. Uh, let's no, I mean, see. No, I mean who? Meow. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He's not getting it. No, I no, get he it. Got it. He's, He's just got trying it. to He's move just on. Trying to get me to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, your yeah. joke sucks, Dad. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they say that the bugs are are a uh, connection to conspiracy, but they don't know for sure that it's a connection. But clearly, a reference mm. from the TNG episode. Consp- yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, they talk about a Dyson sphere. Calibrate the Dyson sphere. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty cool. And um. Tindy guessed the correct password, which was Riker. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was good. He's like, wait a minute. What was, what, what, what was the uh, winner's name of that portrait, by the way? That, I forget. That, did we say that on the air? I, I know we said something on the, in, the, in the group, but that uh, painting. Oh, that, no, I don't. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Scott, Chris, uh, Scott Boyder. Say his name. Scott Boyder's name. That guy. Mm-hmm. Forget what the name. Anyway, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Someone, someone won that. Anyway, go ahead, keep going. Um, let's see. Mariner's uh, conspiracy chart had all sorts of references all over it, um, including Seska yeah. and the the Dura <laughs> sisters. Really? Yeah. I didn't all freeze in frame that to find out. Uh, uh, Transporter clone there. is in there. So Dennis yeah. Riker. No. <laughs> yeah um yeah there's a bunch of the whales the are in maneuver. there the, salt the riker maneuver that's what it's called sorry go ahead yeah the, the whales are in there and the salt vampire is in there mm. so yeah well, that's what that thing was the salt yeah i saw that and first i was like what the hell has that got to do with you're right that was the salt vampire from mm-hmm. uh tos yep yeah so. I, I thought it was pretty funny when Mariner uh, asks for an emergency site-to-site transport and spouts off some code. <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, request yeah. denied. Who is this? What is that code? Is that even a real code? Yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, it's like, you know, 
there's there's got to be some like security level there where you know you can't just you know hey I don't feel I don't feel like walking to ten forward I think I'm gonna do a site to site transport <laughs> and just materialize at my favorite seat at the bar. <laughs> that would be a great that would be a great thing to add into as a scene though in this show because you could pull it off on this show where she says I stole the codes or whatever and mm. now she's just popping in everywhere where, oh she pops into Boimler's room and he's like ah! mm-hmm, you know where she pops into <laughs> ten four to grab something you know and is just scaring the shit out of everybody that'd be that would be funny speaking of which oh. she does walk in on him uh, naked <laughs> yeah it's a lot I've, of naked cartoons there are yeah <laughs> it's almost as Wait. if anyway no. You pay to draw the clothing, apparently. <laughs> uh, one, one last Easter egg: um, when Boy or when Mariner talks about setting him up with a Felosian, that's from the animated series. They're they're a group of plant people. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah, that's a deep cut. That is a very deep cut. That, they do a good job of that, like really deep. They cut. really do. Yeah, these guys know their shit. Yeah. See, this is this is the thing, right? The the people that did this, that have done the first two uh, seasons of Discovery know their shit as well, but they're not they ignoring it. it. They're yeah. ignoring it. Whereas well, these here, these two shows have different target audiences, I yeah. think. Well, yeah. Well, remember, Chad, they are unshackled from canon in season <laughs> two. So. I know. Yeah. I know. Finally, we'll get the show they've been wanting. <laughs> yeah, after three on the third season, they'll finally right. get it right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, third that would fall in line with every other uh, show, wouldn't it? And then yeah. next year we get the kid and the dog. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm hoping for a space robot dog. <laughs> space robot dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, why don't we just get uh, Twiggy? Beady beady. Well, we, in Doctor Who, there's K9, which is a space robot dog. Oh, geez. So, well, that's that was that's, really that's clever. Yeah, yeah, they thought about that for a while. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Big boardroom. All right, what are we going to name the space robot dog? Well, that's British humor for you. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get British humor. Uh, I do. I mean, I, I, I can't. I, just I, told, can't. You, I told you guys about my, uh, when I did the uh, DNA test, right? No. So forever and ever and in, in, in Wait, as are long you as I can recall. That do what? Say that again. <laughs> What? Say that again, Daniel. There's a that song by Lizzo where she says, "I just took a DNA test. I'm 100 percent that bitch." So, so you said you just took a DNA test. I just took a DNA test. Yeah, no. Um. So what are you, Labradoodle? What? Yeah, exactly. No. Well, forever and a day, uh, I've always been told that I've got uh, Native American uh, blood, like big time. Like I should be like one eighth Indian. Yeah, and what, I could have which, gone to college got, in Wisconsin uh, for free for that. You what know, you but got Elizabeth Warren, let us know. I was just about exactly. to say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I have zero. In fact, I am. Yeah, I have. I have more. I have a higher percentage of uh, Nigerian uh, ancestry than Elizabeth oh, Warren has this Indian. Is like you keep emailing me. Yeah, two percent. <laughs> so. Prince anyway. Waldo wants my cash. Prince Waldo wants yeah. No, I'm like fifty, like fifty-seven percent British, oh, okay. and the rest is a mix between German, uh, Irish, um, and Nigerian. <laughs> but now you are one hundred percent on file with the government. So yeah. there you go. I, yep. I was thinking about doing those DNA tests for Christmas. 
for my family because they're into that. I really don't care, but yeah. Well, I at least took one that wasn't um, the one that's going to put me on file with the American government. I just took the one that puts me on file with the Chinese government. I don't give a shit what they do. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, Daniel, uh, how how like cheated would you feel if it comes back and just says one hundred percent Mexican? <laughs> it's like, well, I, I, I would feel accurate. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like I paid for that. Yeah. Well, well would that show you some Aztec ancestry or Mayan. Would, I mean, I'm sure they've got that in there. Well, the, the reality is the, the story of like. The, the Latin cultures is so fucked up and weird up because there's, there's, there's slavery in there. They had black slaves down there. There's the conquistadors. There's the, the natives of that area. So it's all a big mix of God knows what. So, you know, they they say something like, uh, they they say something like if you look back in the lineage of Mexico, like something like 30% of the population is related. Yeah. Like, and it, yeah, it doesn't go that far back. So it's the Arkansas of Central America. See. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, though. You know, people throw around the term indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, I mean, how do you determine that? Because yeah. every group of people, every group of people that is somewhere probably displaced another group of people that were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far back as, you know, the... Uh, Homo sapien, you know, displaced the Cro-Magnon, right? Yep, and, yep. and there are and there are people, you know, you do these DNA tests. There are people today that they can determine have Cro-Magnon genes because those two interbreeded for years. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if I have Cro-Magnon genes, am I entitled to reparations from Chad because <laughs> because he only has Homo sapien? Jeans and you displaced, uh... <laughs> you displaced you displaced my people and and yeah. gave us smaller foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you, whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you saying you have a big forehead? What? You, what? I mean, no, or is it the I'm, other way around? I'm, you have the big the forehead, other way around. Right? No, I don't have the big forehead because it's been <laughs> a couple hundred thousand years. But my great 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 granddad walked with a hunch, was really hairy, and had yeah. a big giant thick skull. <laughs> Dan's a Neanderthal. That's it. That's it. That's funny. Oh, that man. is funny. Yeah. I do like the one scene at the end of this. Uh, uh, when, oh, we're, uh, oh, we're back to Star Trek. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're back, back to Star Trek. Anyway, <laughs> I do like the one scene at the end when uh, the captain of the Cerritos is arguing with this one guy about everybody in his on his planet's going to die. And she finally figures out there's only the guy and his wife because he's really rich. Yeah. And she goes, there are two fucking people on the whole fucking planet. Blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That oh, was yeah, good. Like, she was done. the carpets or whatever. Yeah, they just, oh, you, 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 the inhumanity. We just redid the carpets. I mean, that's just hysterical. Yeah. That's awesome. That was good. Anyway. All right. Well, it was... That's it for the episode, right? Yeah, I, I think, think we're so. good. I yeah, think we're good on we're good. that. Yeah. All right, we yeah. can clock out. Dan <laughs> <laughs> can go mow. Oh, yikes! All right, here I actually have an outro if we're ready to go. Obviously, you All can right. email us at trekcasttng at gmail.com. Chat is wrong at gmail.com. You can go to our website trekcast.com. 
Make sure to get over to the Instagram, TrekCastTNG, the Twitter, TrekCastTNG. And, of course, you can call in and leave us a voicemail at any time at 816-287-0448. I finally memorized the freaking phone number. Wow. Nice. Yes. There you go. So uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Great show, guys. Appreciate it. And we are out. Well, there you have it. Another episode in the can. Check us out at TrekCast.com. Also, if you would, please subscribe to us via iTunes. Leave those reviews. Subscribe to us. We'll get some numbers. Get up the list. Get more listeners. Do more shows. Have more fun. But for now, we're all done. So live long and prosper, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, we need a new one of those because um, subscribe to iTunes. Like, nobody says that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called Apple Podcasts now. Well, or just yeah, make sure you subscribe. Right. Wherever. YouTube, where, any podcast player, right? Right. Subscribe so on the interwebs. <laughs> should we have David record it? Just blow everybody's mind.